Well, well, well. How are you, good people? Happy 2020 to each and every one of you. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. 2020. Here we are. 525,600 minutes in a new year. I hope that this finds you well blessed and in your right mind with all of your faculties and I hope that you are ready to attack this new year. I want to thank you for choosing to subscribe to this podcast. I also would like to thank my sponsors. Thank you so very much. It is greatly appreciated. I wanted, again, just to say that this is a new beginning, 365 days. And today is day one of the new beginning of the new time of a brand new you, a brand new me. We spent today, today, house full of kids here. All the energy, all the joy that the kids bring to the world is so, so very great. They're dancing around and just being free. And what an amazing treat it is to see young people living, laughing, loving, enjoying their lives in this country. You can probably hear them in the background. And that is a-okay with me. So, what did you do to bring in the new year? Did you set up some New Year's resolutions? Did you set up some plans for yourself? Did you write them down? Do you have a list of what you're going to do? Do you have some financial goals? Do you have some personal goals? Do you have some relationship healing goals? What are those things that you have? I remember sitting here last year when 2019 was bringing in and I asked some of the same questions and I hope that you might have fulfilled just a few things. I myself had set a few things in motion and I said I was going to accomplish some things and for the most part I pretty much did. The only thing that I didn't do was lose (laughs) the weight that I said I was going to. Uh, I had a little bit of a setback that I told you about with my Achilles so I wanted to take it easy and not really push myself too far with that but now the new year's here and i'm going to commit to a 90-day program to get my body back in shape uh starting mind body and soul and all that good stuff and uh gonna get it together for me why because i've got to love me you've got to love you you know so many people want people to love them in this world but yet so many of us don't even love ourselves we don't like the way we look we don't like our hair we don't like our waist size but the great thing about it is you can actually do something about it les brown says tree can't be nothing but a tree dog can't be nothing but a dog but human being you have unlimited potential and i know you've heard some of those words before but i just want to reiterate to you that you are absolutely amazing in all of your splendor and all of your glory everything that the creator has given to you to use in this world you should use it all the gifts all of the inner beauty that you have all of the sunshine that you bring to the world you've got to remind yourself this year that you can be a change maker you can be someone to bring joy to a child to an elderly person you can be someone to begin to set a new path Right? We go not where the path may lead, but we go where there is no path and we leave a trail. I challenge all of us this 525,600 minutes in this new 2020 to go out 
and be better than we were in 2019. I do commit to that. Got a lot of things to do. A lot of things to do. And I hope to bring you great joy this year with some of the words that come out of this podcast, bringing you some great interviews this year and bringing you some more young people from the show that we're doing. We're doing The Wiz of Oz with 70 kids, and I hope to bring you some more interviews with them. Listen back to the last podcast. It was about five of them, and they brought a lot of joy, and it was absolutely awesome. I got, again, about maybe five or six kids here in the house. You probably hear them in the background. So with all that said, I wish all of you a happy and prosperous new year. Thank you for listening to this podcast. I hope that you choose to subscribe to this podcast. And I will talk to you a little later. Well, 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 good people. Good, good morning to all of you out there. I hope that this day finds you well blessed and in your right mind. Today is January 4th, 2020. 525,600 minutes in a year and ticking away four days into the new year and I hope that this finds you happy happiness that word we're all seeking it I want to thank you for choosing to subscribe to this podcast I also want to thank my sponsors thank you so very much so let's get to it let's not waste any time Sometimes I feel like the mind is not cultivated and nurtured in the way that it should be. Many of us go through this journey and we don't have an expectant attitude or an expectant mindset. And it starts very early as to what we are fed in our minds if you will, close your eyes for a moment. Think of a farmer. And think of that land being as clear and clean as possible. This is our mind when we are first born into this world. But parents have a huge responsibility as to what to actually begin to feed us both physically and mentally. Now the mother does, in some cases, breastfeeds the baby to give the child incredible nourishment to strengthen their body and mind. And also the mother, while the baby's in the womb, speaks great things to the baby because the baby can hear. But then let's think about once that child is here and growing and experiencing things, what are we actually feeding into the mindset of our children? I want to suggest something to all of us. Parents, children, young adults, successful people, people whom have not yet tapped into what that word truly is. 
So I want to offer this to you this morning. This will not be a long podcast. How to develop your mindset for wealth and prosperity. How to develop your mindset for wealth and prosperity. There was, I believe in the 70s and 80s, there was a preacher named Reverend Ike. And Reverend Ike was called the prosperity preacher. And some people didn't like Reverend Ike because they felt as though he was preaching something that was wrong. And that prosperity was something that churchgoers should not necessarily be thinking about. But I had heard about him as a kid, but then I started listening to him in my adult years. And I got to tell you, the man made a lot of sense. Mindset is everything, especially in the African-American community, which I am a part of. I remember growing up in church, there was so much talk about the rapture, there was so much talk about almost feeling bad about getting money or that money is the root of all evil and all these other things. And so there was a lot of giving money to the church, I believe, but I don't think a lot of people really, really, really in the black community as a whole really understand, really understood what it really meant to have a prosperity mindset. Now, we believe in the creator and the creator wants good things for all people. And there's some ministers who don't preach from the pulpit and really preach prosperity for their congregations. But Reverend Ike was one who actually went against the grain and said, look, if I've done it, if I set myself up to have a prosperous life, you too can do that. So he would have examples of people come up and give testimony. He had live uh, TV shows on a weekly basis, and he would have people come up and give their testimonies about how they would apply their prosperity mindset to their lives. And it was an awesome, awesome thing to watch as an adult. But let's get back to this for a second. How to develop your mindset for wealth and prosperity. Now listen to this. If you hang out with nine successful people, you're bound to be the 10th. That is a quote by Edel Larish. If you hang out with nine successful people, you're bound to be the 10th. Now this is an article that I stumbled upon. Uh, George J. George J. Uh, Zigas. Uh, this was in 2018. Excuse me if I pronounced your name incorrectly, sir. This was an article that I found, and I want to share some of it with you. One sure way to boost your odds of becoming successful is to have a mindset geared toward wealth and prosperity. Why? Because the actions you take on a daily basis right down to the amount of effort you put towards your goals stem directly from your state of mind. Believing you can accomplish something is the first step in actually doing it. Unfortunately, many of us pay little attention to our mindset and we end up creating a whole lot of struggle and difficulty for ourselves in the process. The good news is that creating a wealth and prosperity mindset can be achieved quickly and easily with a little 
know-how and some determination. Very well said. So what is, what is a wealth and prosperity mindset? Again, what is a wealth and prosperity mindset? The common definition of mindset is a mental attitude or inclination or fixed state of mind. So a wealth and prosperity mindset would mean an attitude or inclination that causes us to focus on abundance. Let us say that again. So a wealth and prosperity mindset would mean an attitude or inclination that causes us to focus on abundance focus on abundance this 2020 i am focusing on abundance i heard some people talk about favor and there are two words here i want to just concentrate on for a second that word favor and that word justice those two words and there's something about claiming justice more than the latter. Now, favor is great. We all want favor. We all want people to find favor on us on this journey. When we're job seeking in relationship, dealing with our children. But also there is this other word, justice. And at this point in my life, I want justice. I do want favor, but I really, really want to strive more toward justice. And with this, so a wealth, so a wealth and prosperity mindset would mean an attitude or inclination that causes us to focus on abundance. So we have to switch our focus to thinking about abundance. Abundance and justice go hand in hand. Abundance and justice. Abundance and justice. Those two words I'm going to speak over and over and over again. Abundance is what I desire truly in my life because, because, because I want to begin to build wealth for my children. Yes, building wealth for my children. Um, there's something about it. Um, they say if you know better, you do better, right? So I believe that the generation before me did the best that they could. Now, there were some people in the generation before me who became millionaires, billionaires, uh, because of their wealth mindset. Um, you had many multi-level marketing companies. You had people who went to law school. You had people who were uh, in politics. You have people who are um, entrepreneurs and uh, philanthropists and a lot, a lot of success stories out there. But some families, unfortunately, did not get the opportunity to really begin as a family to begin wealth. And that begins with someone in the family really, really saying, you know what, it's time to change the mindset of our entire family. And let's get out of the poverty mindset and get into the wealth mindset and the abundant mindset. So let's keep going. It may surprise you to learn that most people focus on the opposite. Now, let's get back to this. So again, it says a wealth and prosperity mindset would mean an attitude or inclination that causes us to focus on abundance. It may surprise you to learn that most people focus on the opposite. They focus on wanting more prosperity, seeking greater wealth and pursuing both at any cost. In other words, they focus on the fact that they do not yet have wealth or prosperity, which means they actually have a scarcity or poverty mindset. 
They focus more on what they're lacking, the things they can't afford to buy, and even worse, feeling resentful toward people who are already wealthy. Does this describe your general attitude too? If so, do not let it get you down. It's actually very common to have this mindset and you can turn it around starting right now. All you need is the willingness to start thinking in a different way and the courage to take actions based on this new way of thinking. That's pretty powerful. So, all you need is the willingness to start thinking in a different way and the courage to take actions based on this new way of thinking. Don't worry, you won't have to take groundbreaking actions, just one step at a time that will move you in the direction that you want to go. Uh, this is so incredibly powerful. Let's keep going here. Scarcity consciousness versus abundance consciousness. Let's say that again. Scarcity consciousness versus abundance consciousness. Now, the very first step in building a wealth and prosperity mindset is to start expanding your awareness of wealth and prosperity. We need to start expanding our awareness of wealth and prosperity. Right now, you may be in the habit of looking at the dark side of every situation. Perhaps you worry about how little money you have or you feel the heavy burden of too many bills. <laughs> then there, hello. <laughs> in order to turn this uh, perspective around, make it a point to see the abundance that surrounds you. One, be grateful for the money you do have. Let us be grateful for the money we do have. Let us all say that together. I am grateful for the money I do have. Let's say it again. I am grateful for the money I do have. Number two, feel optimistic that you will receive more soon. Let's say that together. Feel optimistic that you will receive more soon. One more time. Feel optimistic that we will receive more soon. Number three, believe you can improve your life and make more money. Let us say that together. Believe you can make and improve your life and make more money. Say it again. Believe you can improve your life and make more money. I said it wrong, so we're going to say it one more time. Believe you can improve your life and make more money. Those three things. Wow. Let's just start there. Be grateful for the money you have. Be grateful for the money you have. Some people look around their situations and are not grateful. The one thing I try to remind my kids of is that we have to be grateful for what we have been given. We drive uh, off the highway on 280 down in Newark and we happen to be driving to come up and there was literally a family living under the bridge there. And it actually broke my heart. And I said aloud in the car with my wife and children there and I said, but by the grace of God there go I. We cannot look down on people because that could very easily be us. But thankfully, our mindset is one of we are grateful for where we are, grateful for what we have, and open to all the things that are yet to come to us. I've been on a faith walk for 25 years in the entertainment industry. And in many moments, I have to be grateful for where I am. 
I've had to take jobs that I didn't necessarily want to take, but I had to be grateful for the job and for the money to provide for my family. Being grateful for where I was didn't lead me to other opportunities. Now, do I have some down times? Of course. Am I always on top? Absolutely not. But am I constantly in a mindset of I can do better, better is coming to me? Yes. Because even sometimes when I'm in a job, when I'm doing a show, I'm thinking about the next show. Not necessarily ungrateful for the show that I'm in, but knowing that greater is coming. Because most shows that I've done have closed, unless you're one of those lucky actors, Broadway actors that get in The Lion King, or you get in Wicked, or now The Hamilton Run, or you get in uh, with a, a guy like Lin-Manuel who remembers you uh, and you know puts you in most of the things that he does. It's pretty incredible, I'm, and I'm, you know, never hating on anyone. I'm supporting everyone who's doing very, very well in the entertainment industry or in life in general. I have many, many friends and people who are prosperous, and what I've done is learn to latch on to those whom are where I desire to be. <clears throat> Excuse me, and there's nothing wrong with that. I am wrapping myself, wrapping myself literally around people whom are where I want to be. And as I read in the beginning, if you surround yourself with nine people who are having that wealth mindset, you are guaranteed to be the 10th. You cannot help but be successful if you are around the company of people who are where you want to be. Now, again, I tell this story, but when I first started in the entertainment industry, I had no idea I was going to be doing it. And I was pursuing it and pursuing it. And I was living with my friend Brian in New York City. And I did the Apollo and it was great. And then I started doing this place called Motown Cafe. And I was around like-minded people. And all of a sudden, I wind up on a Broadway stage. I didn't see that for myself necessarily. But because I was around positive people, positive people, positive energy, people who were going in the same direction, that word success came for me. But I do believe I was valuable before I started doing acting, singing, dancing, which probably had some things to do with it as well. So now let's get back to this. It's also important for your perception of wealth to be in line with attracting it. Wow, that is powerful. It's also important for your perception of wealth to be in line with attracting it with attracting it, with attracting it. You can't have a negative opinion of wealthy people and expect to get wealthy yourself. Let us repeat that. You can't have a negative opinion of wealthy people and expect to get wealthy yourself. Now, there are some people, yes, who look at people with wealth and they say they're bad people. Not necessarily. I've met wealthy people who are very, very good people. Now, understand this, too. The wealth mindset is just not about gaining financial wealth. Now, I don't know if this is mentioned in this article or not, but it's also about just having a healthy mindset and a healthy and wealthy spirit so that these things can be attracted to you. Now, there was a time in my life when I think I was toxic because I was dealing with pain and still dealing with some pain and working through it. I'm not going to ever lie and say to you that I'm some perfect being because I'm not. I have issues. <laughs> Can I say it again? I have issues. And I want all of you to know that 
never try to get on this microphone and, and preach things um, that I've not lived through or trying to get through, okay? We all have struggles, and there is none greater than the other. Now, there are people who have wealth monetarily and are empty in their spirits. There are some people who gain wealth and have hell running all through their home. When they die, their wealth is here and people fight over it. There are people who are wealthy monetarily and do not have people that love them. So I just wanted to throw that in there. I am working very hard. I am. I'm working very hard. I'm trying not to get emotional right now. But I am working hard to try to break away from some of the pain that has not allowed me to get into the wealthy, wealthy place that I truly know I can be at. And I see it. <clears throat> Pardon me. I see it. I see it in my dreams and in my visions. I, I see it. And I know I'm going to break free of this to become a better person, a better man, a human being, a better husband, a better father, a better friend, a better person to try to leave something here for other people. And I mean that. I didn't mean to get off. Anyway, let's get back to it. You can't have a negative opinion of wealthy people and expect to get wealthy yourself. It won't just happen because you block wealth from coming to you every time you speak or think negatively about wealth or wealthy people. Instead, start paying more attention to wealthy people you can admire. Read about great philanthropists or celebrities who do important work with their money. Seek out success stories about people who started with nothing and became millionaires. The more you do this, the more you'll change your perspective of what it means to be wealthy and you'll begin drawing more tangible expressions of wealth into your life. I do hope that many of you got that. I know that I read that pretty quickly, but there is something so very powerful in that. My goodness. We have to start paying more attention to wealthy people. The people that we admire, we need to read about them. We need to read about the great philanthropists or celebrities who do important things with their money. We need to seek out success stories of, of people who started with nothing and became millionaires. There's so many great stories out there. I think I tell a few of them all the time, and I know I sound monotonous when I say them, but there's something about a change maker. There's something about a person who has that wealth mindset, who has the mindset of changing things and becomes a millionaire. There's so many great stories of people. My daughter admires uh, so many great uh, females, African-American females. And she talks about Ruby Bridges. Now, Ruby Bridges is, is very wealthy in a different way. 
We talked about Ruby Bridges when my daughter experienced something when she was not even in first grade, when a little girl told her she couldn't come to her house and play because she was black. So we had to begin to change my daughter's mindset about whom she was and where she came from and how uh, unbelievably uh, grateful we should be to a person like Ruby Bridges for paving the way for my daughter to be able to sit in a school with another child whom is in the, of another race. And we began to talk about Ruby Bridges and how wealthy really Ruby Bridges was you know, spiritually and in, in, in her fortitude and her strength to go and endure so many things as a little girl, for my little girl to be able to sit where she sits. That's just one example. Now, I'm not very sure if Ruby Bridges went on to be a millionaire uh, in money, but, you know, in her mind and what she really has left here for so many little girls and little boys in this country is more uh, than 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 just a dollar, right? Which she did. Uh, I tell the story of Marie Callender. Marie Callender was uh, this woman who was a single mother, and she was working at a diner, and the diner was going under, and she asked the owner to actually just bake her pies. And so many people loved her pies that she wind up turning the diner into basically a bakery. And now you cannot walk through a supermarket without the mention of seeing uh, uh, Marie Callender's pies, right? And it all started with a pie. Let's think about chicken. Colonel Sanders was 65 years old, was 65 years old when he came out with that great, great recipe. <clears throat> and again, probably had many failures along the way, but there's something about him probably seeing examples of people who were successful and decided to go out step out on faith and make it happen. Just a few examples of things there. A common blockage against feeling prosperous. While you're focusing more on your attention on success and wealth, it's also important to deliberately turn your attention away from examples of scarcity. Let us say that together. It is also important to deliberately turn your attention away from examples of scarcity. Examples of scarcity, both in your own life and in the world in general. What is it that makes us obsess over negativity and disasters? Like, staring at a horrible car wreck when driving by, we sometimes can't help ourselves and have to look. Unfortunately, this habit carries over into all other areas of our lives and we find ourselves obsessing about problems and challenges too. The problem with that is that it keeps us focused on things that make us feel powerless and out of control. In order to create a true prosperity mindset, you must train yourself to turn your attention away from anything that distracts you from focusing on your wealth and well-being. Now, if you can, I'm going to say it slow and we're going to say it together. In order to create a true prosperity mindset, you must, we must, Train 
ourselves to turn our attention away from anything that distracts us from focusing on our wealth and well-being. We have got to speak things into existence. This is what we must do. I include myself in that. We've got to train ourselves. We've got to train our minds just like we train our bodies. We take our cars to get oil changes. And when the light comes on, we take the car in when that battery light comes on when the check engine light comes on when the flat tire sign comes on we run to get those things fixed when we have a toothache we don't run to our spouse we run to the expert we we run to the dentist and we open up our mouths willingly and we say hey man you gotta you you gotta fix this thing and we we train ourselves to go and get healed to get our car fixed. We train ourselves to do these things, but do we train our minds to turn our attention away from the distractions? And do we truly focus on the wealth and well-being? I'll speak for myself and say there have been many, many times when I've let so many distractions come in and take me away from the goals that I have truly set. One thing I decided to do this summer was to shut everything off. Everybody say, shut it down. Shut it down. There's nothing wrong with shutting it down every once in a while. There is a time to reap and a time to sow. There are winter, spring, summer, and fall. And because we're in a winter does not mean there's not then going to be a spring. The spring is going to come anyway, whether we want to or not. But what are we going to do in the winter time? In the winter time, does not always happen when it's cold. Sometimes the winter time does happen in the summer. Think about that for a second. So my winter did happen in the summer. So I decided to hibernate this summer and commit to writing books. This is what I'm going to do. I am going to try to leave a mark. Trying to leave a legacy of information for young people and for anyone else who wants it. And that's by changing my mindset and focusing on gaining wealth, focusing on my well-being, focusing on really trying to get better mentally. I want to encourage all of you out there to change your mindset, to think about becoming greater this 2020 to think about all of us collectively truly gaining the wealth that we all deserve we are living in the richest nation in the world homelessness should be a thing of the past there should not be any veteran living on the street there should not be any homeless person in this country we should be taking care of our fellow man. And again, I say, but by the grace of God, there go I. And if we get back to those 10 things, and I try not to get so-called religious because I'm not a religious person. What I am is a spiritual being. And I believe that we are all spirit beings having a human experience. But there's something about 
loving your neighbor as yourself. If we truly just got back to that one thing, where would we be? And what does that really mean? It's so powerful. Love your neighbor as yourself. Do we love ourselves? That's the bigger question. Do we actually love ourselves? Because if many of us truly did love ourselves, we would treat other people a lot kinder. We would start there. And we, as people all over the world, could make a great, great change. And we can all be wealthy in our minds, in our hearts, in our spirits, and in our pocketbooks and bank accounts. There is, yes, the top... 1% who make billions and billions of dollars and then there are the rest of us. But let's begin to change the mindset for ourselves, for future generations to come. Wherever you are, <clears throat> man, woman, boy, girl, or anything in between, I don't want to exclude anyone all of us to be prosperous, all of us to be wealthy and healthy in our mindsets. Own whom you are. Take control of whom you are. Do not apologize for whom you are. Love yourself and love other people. Begin to say to yourself, I am wealthy. Let us say that together. I am wealthy. Let's say it again. I am wealthy. Speak the I am over yourself. I am wealthy. I am healthy. I am prosperous. Let us begin to change this thing together, good people. You are beautiful. You are wonderful. You are an exquisite work of art. And there was a saying back in the day that said, God, don't make no junk. You are here for a purpose. You are destined to be here at this time and this season to tap deep down inside of yourself and begin to bring forth those things that live in your belly, the things and things that have been placed in you in order for you to begin to build the true wealth that you deserve and desire in this great world. We only get one chance on this journey, so let's switch it around. Let's start right now, today. And I've got my books here. I ordered 200 of my books. I self-published my books. I am on the move. I am on the move. I have great expectations. I expect things to be changed. I expect to be out of debt within the next six months. I expect to be debt free. I expect to be wealthy. I expect to be a blessing to my family and to my community. I expect it. I speak it. I know it is coming and I hope you can speak that with great confidence as well. We can switch this thing around and we can all win. We don't have to rob our brothers. We don't have to steal from our brothers or our sisters or our family. We can all get together and sit down and work this thing out so we all have wealth. Now let's try to change this thing around, huh? Let's try to change it around. I hope that this blessed your soul in some way, shape, or form today. I want to thank you for listening to this podcast. I also want to thank you for choosing to subscribe. Please pass this on to your friends, your family, boys, girls, cousins, nieces, nephews, grandbabies. I will talk to you a little later. <laughs>